Happy Aloha Friday, everybody. Welcome to the Explicit Aloha Podcast. This is episode 22, and it is a very special week, and I have a very special guest here. I'm stoked to have her. Um, She has been a friend of mine in music, and I've known her for more than half my life, really. Been playing music with her uh, since the Lily Koi album days, and she has a brand new album out today, Aloha Friday. And it's called Rain on Sunday. Chee-hoo. Chee-hee. It's super mean. Everybody, um, please welcome Paula Fuga. I'm super stoked you're here. Thank Aloha. You. I'm going I'm to move my <laughs> mic so I'm not talking. How you been? How I'm you? good. Aloha. <laughs> How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your explicit Aloha podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed to swear on this one. I've already apologized for the both of us to all the aunties and uncles who listen oh okay Nah, i know you're not gonna swear though because you're a good girl but um but feel free (laughs) (laughs) nah um it's been a heck yeah (laughs) heck yeah heck yes shucks yes (laughs) fudge but it's been a busy week for you because your album is out today your your brand new album yes my album is out today i'm so stoked i'm so honored um so many people have been commenting such beautiful things i'm just so touched (laughs) Yeah, as you should be. I think um, it's been it's been a long time. I know since you released your last full length album, and as like I mean, we're musicians. Like, it's it's it takes a long time sometimes to to do something or to to get something out there to mm-hmm. complete a work. But I, I'm super stoked that you did it because there's so many songs on here. There's new songs, but there's songs that like I've been wanting to hear on record for a long time like there's songs we used to jam like one or two on here that have that have i've been waiting you know yeah like queen um you know even the cut like lovers rock and, uh-huh for you know, sure but i have my favorite so i i i'd say my favorite is probably too hot mama i nice. remember when you told us about that one because you know having a daughter now it's like i listen any song about a kid mm-hmm. i'm just a big baby and, i actually wrote it and I think it was 2017 when you guys played at Turtle Bay for the Surfers oh, yeah. Healing or something like that. It was like, with, oh Maori Ola Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yep. 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 actually. Like Makua with Kala Alexander and, yeah, Kala. and Jamie O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Jason when you wrote Magalanes. that song. That night. No so way. when we were done with the gig, we went up to the room we like cruise had some drinks or whatever yeah. and then we went back down i grabbed all my ukana and i was heading back up to the room and as i was making my way through the crowd people would stop me and be like hey can we take a picture and i'm like sure and i'm like cheese but inside i'm like oh my god i'm so hot like don't touch me you know oh, and but then i'm like calm yourself <laughs> down you'll be cool in no time like just chill you know and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that right. was that night. It's I was you dancing. saw the light at the end of the tunnel, but you just like, yeah, I just gotta. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, people that's are stoked when you know it. you're learning too. You know when you catch yourself and you change your thinking, you catch your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. And when you're able to in like stop yourself time. in the trap in your tracks of yeah of what you're thinking, then you can like change your perspective and mm-hmm. and you know that's a pivotal I, moment yeah. that helps with things you know growth that yeah. i've always wondered how do these kupuna just like 
are so cool about things like mm. you know when <laughs> right, you grow right. up you do this or that and then they're like ah it's okay like, yeah and then yeah, like yeah. i would like freak out if that happened to me but yeah i understand now the kupuna like right. what where they come from and i think that it's something that comes with age with time with maturing right? yeah, yeah and experiencing yeah things that's that, that wisdom you kind of gain right yeah. through the experience yeah. no yeah i agree i think that's a sign of success in a lot of ways too like like not success in like the money like big house but like if you can stop in the moment like you said and and do and correct yourself basically or at least have a have another thought mm-hmm. like to be aware of what you're thinking be aware and, and yeah. be able to recognize analyze it. too yeah. like hey yeah 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 you know like oh i'm kind of getting out of hand here like <laughs> you know yeah. i feel like um better take it easy that's yeah. definitely <laughs> something that i have to work on yeah. you know it's like watching yeah. what i say and acting instead of reacting and right. things like that i'm a very passionate person so no matter what it is however you feel about a thing like I feel it way more than than the average person would feel a thing because I'm like an empathic person. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I think oh. that has a lot to do with um, being an artist too. You know, it's an ability yeah. that we have. Do you, are you? Would you say that you're an empath? Like you feel things deeply and. Yeah. Yeah. No. For sure. I. I mean, I, I think I've always taken things hard. I think yeah. that's kind of what it is. Like, yeah, I'm that's just, what like, it is. Like too hard, and I need to like relax. Yeah, for sure. And it's I don't know if that's no, the same thing. <laughs> what you're talking is, about? It definitely is that. Too hard it's on myself because you're and an hard artist, on other people. And, and the thing is, because you have so much passion, like, like they say that, um, a empathic person finds like extra beauty in like. Mm. a thing you know and right, i noticed right. that about me somebody mentioned it i was on the i was on a boat escorting hokulea in lahaina like a couple months ago sick and um <laughs> and no big deal just average tuesday no, afternoon for paula no. fuga i i just noticed things in nature that's so beautiful and i'm like oh my god this is so beautiful you guys look at it and you know I'm on the I'm on a boat with like a photographer, mm. and there was this moment where the sun was breaking through the clouds. It was a really cloudy morning, and then the right. sun just broke up, at, broke in between the clouds at the top of this the West Maui Mountains. You know, because we're in Lahaina, so it takes a while mm. for the sun to come up over there. And it opened, and there was like a trail of light from mm. the sun the shoreline all the way to our va'a and then wow um well not we were i wasn't on the va'a but i was on a boat and then the va'a hokulea was just about to like come it, it was like behind us and i was like stop the boat they're like why i'm like get this shot and so they did they stopped it wow. and then they got the shot and stop it was just like boat. a such a beautiful day with so many Ho'ailona, you know, that was a Ho'ailona right there. And for them to be able to catch that shot, you know, that's so cool. And then, and anyway, you saw that. That's like a little vision. You're like, oh, this is important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then um, later on, she sent me a message and, and said that 
the way that I appreciate nature really made her um, stop and appreciate things that she takes for granted hmm. most of the time. Wait, who, who said, who told you this? The photographer. Oh, the photographer. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. I was like, wow, like, that's, that's your so job. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but no, I just yeah. thought that was a huge compliment. And then I, yeah, I yeah. noticed, and then I always wonder why. Like, oh, why? Mm-hmm. Why am I, why is it so odd, you know, for, and why is it different that I'm like this and you don't feel like you're like this, you know? Mm-hmm. I realize it's because of that passion that you yeah. have that appreciation like i could talk about anything and burst into tears because i feel it <laughs> right, so deeply right. and i love it so much right like, there's so much aloha and it like touches mm. me in a way that it most people it won't affect yeah. you know what i mean yeah when you and I see think that's about that's something with you too <laughs> no i yeah it's funny too as as a as a man too i think like sometimes when i when I feel emotional about something and I and I tear up about something and mm-hmm. I like cry over it, I'll be like, you know, I'll, I'll feel like I can't, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like I, I, do, I do, you know, it's just I think I because I, I'll appreciate in any in anything, if it, even if I don't know about it, like in, like watching an actor or mm-hmm. watching somebody just, you know, anything involving a kid, obviously, if they're like talking or helping or teaching a kid about something, obviously I'll, I'll trip out because I'm a father, but. Yeah, no, I just, anything that's, like, real authentic and pure and felt, it's, like, it's, like, ooh, it, it kind of, like, it hits you, yeah, and you're, like, oh, shit, like, it, you know, it's, like, yeah, I'm not crying. yeah, I don't know, I mean, but what I you're know. saying, yeah, is I, I think that's an artist thing, that's just, uh, that's who you are, too, like, as a person, you know. And it's a gift, you know, to be able to feel things so deeply and so easily, and to be able to tap into your emotions mm. so quickly because a lot of people are cut off from that side of them, you know? And yep. especially yeah. especially men, especially boys, young, young men too, you know? And it's something that I noticed yeah. in like the last few years. I know it's going to get super deep right now, but um, oh, please. in the last few years, there have been so many young male suicides Mm -hmm. and i know that it's because they are not emotionally mature enough to be able to process those emotions and like Mm. it's so heavy they don't know how to feel you know because go through the those stages and those feelings and let let it happen yeah let themselves feel these emotions because like you said, you know, like, oh, don't cry, don't cry. Like, I try to do that, too, but it's mm-hmm. really, really hard, and I can't. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. It's not just a male thing, for sure. Yeah, for sure, but but, but I feel like it's yeah, more like acceptable if a vahine, right, like, right, breaks right. down and cry. But, like, it's, like, there's right. a stigma to it, and I feel like it's something that I, before the pandemic happened and before, you know, schools got shut down and all those things, I... I sensed the real need for something like a program that creates curriculum that goes into schools and helps mm-hmm. like somehow have the kids express their emotions more. But I didn't want to like call it, you know, like I, I didn't want people to be afraid of it. So I, I was definitely mm, trying to think right, of ways right, right. that I could present it to the schools so that the the 
Right. The so bottom line is it's not something that they think <clears throat> is like uh, they should be ashamed of being yeah. a part of, right? right? Like being able to think about right. or just feel, feel their emotions and express mm-hmm. it, you know, like with creative writing, with songwriting. Oh, that's with, a good idea. Yeah. I wanted to make videos of um, Kane who write songs, like just thinking of the resources that I have available to me, mm-hmm. which like I really want to have the boys like know that it's okay to feel their emotions because if you do not feel your emotions if you do not go through that's what going through the motions is about like you you feel the emotions to heal from it you know Mm -hmm. if you don't feel it if you don't let yourself mourn a loss if you don't let yourself you know like I don't know those deep and heavy emotions if you don't if you're afraid too afraid to feel them then they just become trapped inside of you and mm-hmm. you know i think that that's has a lot to do with the reason why you carry that and then people you don't you feel you like break down, right? life is worth living anymore right. you know when there's so much to be grateful for mm-hmm. so much to look forward to in life they can't see past their noses sometimes they but in actuality what they're feeling is actually just a teeny tiny fraction of their huge, wonderful life, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, just focused, they're hyper focused on that. Yeah. That one. They thing cannot and, see yeah. the big picture. Like, oh, there's a long life. Yeah. There will be more yeah. love later, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that's unreal. No, I, you're, you're right. We need that. I think men need that. Yeah. Boys, 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 especially eh, need that. You know, we you have. Know? two parts ku and hina it's balance yin and yang we have that feminine and masculine mm-hmm. everyone has it and some you know <clears throat> are some one side usually is stronger than the other but we have both every mm-hmm. every one of us yeah but yeah anyway something heavy <laughs> yeah, no, stuff. I'm glad. And I'm it's glad because, you took it there. No, yeah. Because, you know, <clears throat> and that's where the music comes from. You feel something mm-hmm. so deeply that you're moved to rhyme. You're mm-hmm. inspired to burst out in melody, right. you know? Right. To dance. To, yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To sing. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're blessed too. I mean, I think you could take that passion and, you know, into anything and, and you're taking it beyond music, you know, which is like, is like that it, it's a it's a blessing it's that's it's like you can see beyond like that little not to say music is a little thing it's it's the catalyst for most of what we have in our lives you know mm-hmm. i'm thankful music has brought me everything um but it's but it's the attitude and the feeling and that inner thing that you have that like it's like you can use it for other things for helping out with in the community like how you're doing or just doing it's like it, it trans translates and transfers to other, all kinds of it radiates you know out so that's a it's a beautiful thing I, I i still think you should do that like that's a we should you should figure out something uh, i would love to you know help you and be a part of it or anything i'm, I'm sure there's so many people who would love to you know make something like that happen yeah you know? for Cause, sure because like you said it leads to eventual like like fuck it leads to suicides you know that's like honestly the bottom mm-hmm. line like if you if you don't feel like you can be yourself and express yourself and feel comfortable in the feelings mm-hmm. that you have and know that it's just everyone has them as a human then like it leads to bad things and 
Yeah. So. I always say that too. Um, I always say we're all human at the beginning of the day. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know how people say, oh, yeah, at the end of the day, we're all just blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, at the beginning of the day, <laughs> oh, got to remember that, you know, people make mistakes. We're all learning and growing, wow. you know, and I love that. That's a fucking good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made me have to say, oh, that's a fucking good one. Sorry to, <laughs> to sleaze it up, sleaze up this, this no. heavy vibe with some fucking <laughs> some F-bombs. But that's that's a heavy one. No, that's great. I love it. The beginning of the day. Yeah, we're all the same, really, but we're but we're not though. You know, we gotta respect that. Like we're all humans and stuff, and we all have the same needs, but you know, we might may not have the same wants and mm-hmm. whatever. You know, so we're all um, different too and unique mm-hmm. in our own special ways. Yeah. And it's the differences in people that make the world go round because we all need. To have different passions, different interests, different wants, different destinies, right. different paths in life. Right, right. Um, not everyone wants to play music. Yeah. And it's like and some not, people want to, you know. Be a doctor. Some mm-hmm. people want to be mechanics. Some mm-hmm. people want to build houses. Right. Like they some grow up. Some people want to be eye doctors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people grow up with natural passions to do something, you know. Yeah. Everybody's different. and Yeah. That's important. And yeah. I think that it's important to teach kids that at a young age so that they value each other and mm-hmm. they know that we all need each other to get by in life. Right. You know, like I don't right. build houses or my husband's a plumber. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my friends, you know, we all have friends that do different things and mm-hmm. we need we need those skills. We need yeah. those talents. We yep. need those interests and passions. We do. And we're so lucky that we get to play music and yeah, change are. lives. You know, your music is so healing too. Mm-hmm. You know, I love your lyrics. Um, ah, I love your songs. Right like they Thank just you. Thank you. always good vibes. And, you know, like, yeah, I feel like uh, comes from a deeper place. Yeah. You know? It's it's easier to express through yeah. music for me for sure and i think in the guys in my band too in the green yeah yeah it's i mean it's just so much easier i i think you you're you're very poetic you're you're a poet basically i think that's that's one of the like comma poet comma <laughs> songwriter so like for you you might you might not think it i wonder if you feel like it comes easy but it seems like it comes easy you're eloquent you you seem to be able to express yourself just you know naturally um when you're talking and not just through your music but i was just i don't don't know it seems to be natural with you like you you, you've always been a good speaker too like i've seen you scold people and do it very (laughs) very smoothly to the point where like oh shit scoldings they deserved by the way um not just like you were scolding people, but you know what I mean. Um, that's not a story. Sounds like that, me. That's a different <laughs> story for a different time. Um, don't want to drop any names or, or or anything, but no, yeah, like so. Fuck, we might. Hey, let's let's talk about the album a little bit. Yeah. Since I just brought it up again, um, it so it came out today. I'm super happy for you. Congratulations. Whew, thank you, you so how, much. How do you feel? I mean, we're talking. So, guys, we're talking on like Wednesday. They already know this though. They are, they always know. <laughs> but when this comes out, 
like either way i've gotten to listen to it before it came out anyway so to mm-hmm. me this is all just you know <laughs> but it's but it's out today it's finally out like f- for friday and go check it out you guys yeah go get it it's it's gonna be crushing make it number one you gotta yeah. buy it you gotta thank you rate so much it five stars if you can you Aww. gotta comment about it yeah okay all that, all that yeah, stuff thanks. do everything you can to promote it and get it you get would it up know there. you guys have so many hits out you know like you guys release albums all the time you you probably know i like haven't done this for like 15 years so (laughs) yeah no that's funny like that's i mean that's the first part of that was bullshit but the last part that you yeah it's been a while since you had your album out but like it's all the same it's all the same thing all you do you know you've been crushing what was it good morning america was that what, what you guys yeah, did yeah good morning america um i mean that was been, so cool you that was how was yeah they had me playing at times square <laughs> that's so crazy i never even imagined myself anywhere on times square what? except for like on the street Where was it taking set, pictures like, of other people was it like up on you mean it was up on the yeah it was like up where the billboards are right it was a TV screen. They showed that part of the stream, right? When uh-huh. you guys were jamming. But where did you guys record it? Was it in North Shore? Yeah. No, no, no. We recorded it at Aulani. Mm. So Disney owns Good Morning America. Oh. And so they no had a, you know, they own yeah, yeah. Aulani. Aulani. So we Resort. went over there and recorded yeah. over there. West it was pretty Oahu. cool. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. We did it at 3 a.m., no way yeah that's when the like call time was or that's when you re- were recording it because yeah. it, it was live stage um call time to the stage was like 3 a.m <laughs> was it live yes it was playing live in new york oh when we were God. here in that's a Hawaii. that's a freaking monster feather in the cap right there. that's so <laughs> legit so cool yeah new york is one of the one of my one of your i'm sure your favorite places yeah mine chelsea's like our bands so we had to record the music part ahead of time which was good yeah 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 and they don't they don't leave any room for error in that aspect right they make sure Uh uh-huh yeah yeah. because it's live it was a relief so we did that on the north shore and then we probably did like three takes and then the third take it was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's the one I told Jack. And Jack goes, yeah, but we could do it a little bit better, you know, like maybe like relax into it a little bit more. And I was like, okay. So we started <laughs> recording and then boom, it started dumping like torrential rainstorm. <laughs> and we we're like, oh man, good thing we have that one good Aww. take, huh? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, don't worry, Jack. It's supposed to be live, so it doesn't need to be perfect. <laughs> But it was good. We we got all the lyrics, all the parts down, and it was just like we were trying to trying so hard that you could feel that we weren't relaxed in the song. Yeah. You know, we're just oh, like yeah. gotta I, I gotta not screw it up. Right, little you bit know? little bit nervous, intense, yeah. excited, just like yeah. 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 So it was cool. And then the next, we had to wear the same thing and look the same from the performance. And man, we did a good job. My I had a makeup artist. Um, Crystal Ponzi Ponzi come do my makeup. She got there at nice. midnight and then Shout we out. weren't ready till three. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, yeah, that t- yeah. That's how much work it takes behind yeah, the scenes man. for all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. My hair had to be just so, and it's, you know, if it was here, I probably wouldn't have 
gone all out like that, but it was national television. Huge. I had to like, you know, freaking huge. Have some beautiful gardenias in my that, hair, and that you is, know, I just yeah, it was really like, fun. It was really cool. What a stage to be on, yeah. Times Square jamming with Jack Johnson, like such yeah. a beautiful song. I love that song too. Who? So when you guys recorded the instrumental stuff before, who who did all that stuff for the for that for that um, oh. thing? Because you said you recorded the music part. The, yeah, before, the music right? part, not just the performance part. I I should say, we had to perf- record the video for the performance oh, part. Oh right, right, right. And then we did the the interviewing part oh, live um, for New York. Yeah, so it was sick. cool. That's nice. Yeah, what an honor. I oh, think Good time. Morning America was doing us um, stories on the fifty states, and when they got to Hawaii. They were like, you know, who can we ask for music? <laughs> and so then I guess our publicist hooked it up, you know, like mentioned, yeah, they mentioned know, me they, and Jack. They and, know what's up. Yeah. They know what's up. Mm-hmm. And it's so perfect because your album and stuff, it's like, I don't, I don't think anyone else in Ho- from Hawaii, I mean, Bruno, has ever, but oh, yeah. other than him, has, has ever been on Good Morning America or been like, I'm sure we just don't know about it, but I'm sure it, I'm sure people Ooh. have. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, know. definitely people with ties from Hawaii, but not like a Hawaii. You're repping Hawaii as a singer Chew. from Hawaii. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's people with connections and family and Hawaiian blood, probably, and all that stuff. But mm. like, you're 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 repping. It was a repping big honor. I definitely like the yeah. feel blessed. And That's heavy. Special That's so to sick, have that though. opportunity. So stoked for you. It's your it's your week. You got a busy week. We're trying to we're trying to set this up. You're just so freaking busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You thanks for being cool, um, cool with going with the flow on this. No, nah. I'm I'm lucky and honored that you're that you're here. I'm I mean here. I'm here with you, but that you're on this. Cause yeah, me too. You know, I. It's it's cool because the this podcast is just kind of for fun, but like. The music part is what like people are mostly interested in, and I th- I think, you know, it's just like it's so perfect that your album is out, and it's like s- same day, like so perfect. Yeah. So I'm I'm thankful for that, and um, but I want to ask you about your freaking album a little bit. Yeah, Sorry. we please, keep please we keep do. going off. There's all kinds of stuff we could talk about. I do want to talk about something else other than your album, but I'll move on. Um, oh that that Kamaka ukulele you got. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not on the album though, right? Because it just got finished. Yep. It's not on the album, but it'll be on. Because it just. It's just like fresh off yeah, the presses. I yeah. have it too here. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. You want to see it? Yes. Let me go get it. Oh my God! It's been sitting there the whole fucking time. <laughs> oh my God! Beautiful. This is your your custom, yeah. Oh, wow. Estrella. Estrella. Oh, I like the the dark on the on the head.
How long did it take for them to design that thing? Or to, to make it? Wait, hey, grab your mic, grab your mic, bring your mic back. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. This is important. No, no. Well, the, um... People want to know. It took a while from the time that I was cruising with my girlfriend, Robin, in New York. She had a guitar that she made that she inlaid with a floral design on um, ebony for like a, a fretboard for a guitar. She was celebrating her 25th anniversary for her jewelry company called Me and Roll, which stands for Michelle and Robin. Mm. And 25 years in business in New York, you know, having her own jewelry wow. company. So oh, she it's got a nice weight. Yeah. Yeah. When she it's asked me to come and play, she's like, oh, how much? So how much do you charge or how much would you want? I was like, you're going to inlay my ukulele for me, right? And she's like, yeah, of course. I was like, okay, wow. then that's good. That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And look how beautiful it is. I love it. When I saw her start, this when I nice. saw her floral motif, I was like, oh, my God, could you please do moon and stars for me? And so she did. Wow. I didn't have her put any constellations, though. I just let her just free flow just with whatever she wanted. Stars, yeah. oh, there's like sparkly, like those are black like diamonds. Gems. I was gonna say there's fucking there's black diamonds in this. Yeah. Floor. How Jeez. cool is that? This is one of the most beautiful ukuleles I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's got like the like some kind of like the wavy like tiger almost like. Um, oh yeah. Maple oh or, yeah. Or, or cool. And you know what? Kamaka picked that Same. out for me. So what happened was, I had that going on with her, and I was probably gonna make a ukulele at some point. Oh I didn't gosh. know when. And then I ran into Casey Kamaka one day, and he's like, "Hey, time for a new ukulele, yeah?" And I was like, "Okay." And so then when then Chris Kamaka, Chris Kamaka, Chris Jr. called me up, and he's like, "Hey." Um, so what kind of ukulele do you want? They were getting ready to make brads, so they were gonna, they do like custom orders in batches. And so, um, they're like, what kind of, yeah, I have a low A because I pluck, yeah. Usually the low, Kamako, when they string their ukulele, the, they do have a low A. It sounds nice. But the, but the A is on the top string. The low A is on the top string. Really? Like right here. You know how there's two? Oh, so I see. It's the, it's the right upper here. one usually. Yeah, the upper one. But because I pluck, I like that boom, yeah. that low. Oh, that's I, pretty smart. That's clever. Yeah. It sounds nice. Yeah, because your finger naturally goes to there. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah. pretty clever. And I'm the only one who does that, that's they said. <laughs> oh, that's clever. Cool, yeah. Paula. That's super smooth. Yeah. Wow. You guys don't even know. But some people like a low G, like Mike Love told me once he'll ne he won't play a ukulele without a low G. I'm like, okay, that's cool. He won't he won't even touch he won't even look at it. He won't even it. touch my ukulele. He won't even look at it. The <laughs> low A might be the way to go. This is beautiful. Well, I'm not a picker, I'm a plucker, so to have <laughs> picker, that bottom. You're a plucker? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a picker, I'm a plucker. Plunk, plunk. You know like the upper, pickers? Yeah, the yeah pickers yeah, they yeah. like they go like Jake Shimabukuro. Yeah. He's amazing. Not a picker, I'm a plucker. That ukulele is gorgeous. And 
Kamaka. I love the ebony on the edges. Never did give their KK to anybody to like replicate, but they did it oh, for so my she friend. Did it? No. Yeah. So she did all of it. Uh huh. The um, you know their signature KK. Mhm. Cool, yeah. Yeah, cool is not the word. <laughs> Exquisite, yeah. Um, incredible, beautiful. And then the hardware on the back. Balance. It's like Thor's hammer. It's like the weight of it is. Wow, so that's so crazy! Balanced. I'm like so into Thor right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know. This thing is epic. Got the plug in. It's it's awesome. Congratulations on this. You, when did you get this? God, I love that. Listen to this. Oh, the low A. I don't know when I got it. I'll have to look last, at my calendar. Last month or two, right? Yeah, like a, probably like a month yeah. and a half ago. Five or six weeks ago. Four to five weeks ago. The low A is, is pretty genius. I like that. See what I mean? I'm a plucker. string one of my mm. old ukes like that check them out yes yeah, mahalo nui to the kamaka ohana yeah it's yep. always this is my dream ukulele a six string tenor kamaka and i've been playing the one that they gave to me back in 2007 ever since and mm. this is my next one so yeah. it feels cool it feels like an ukulele for a cycle, you know, yeah. of life. And yeah, yeah. I'm elevating. Um, I'm in my gold phase. Because back in the day, Ooh. I used to like only silver, and now I love okay, gold. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, even your shirt is gold color yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. That's fucking incredible. Super blessed. I'm going to have to, like, take a picture of it so I can post it on the the instagram the explicit aloha instagram oh, yeah. so people can see how freaking beautiful this thing is or just go to paula's uh instagram she posted it like so it's, it's a few posts back you gotta look back it's somewhere yeah. in there um but yeah yeah shout out to the kamaka family that's dope yep yeah i love uncle it uncle chris fred um chris jr kamanu kamaka put my pickup in it there's a fishman pickup in here mm. And he pretty much made my, f- he worked a lot on my first ukulele, Popolo Berry. Popolo Berry. Yeah. So what is, <laughs> what is the name of this one? Estrella. Oh, Estrella. That's right. What does Estrella mean? Star. Star. Es- oh. Estar. <laughs> es- estar. Estar. Yeah, it means Popolea. star. Okay, well, um, so speaking of Hokulea. Star of Gladness. Um, that song is hopefully a Star of Gladness is on your brand new album, Rain on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the second second song on the album. 
and I love the ukulele stuff in the beginning and the end and like the real fast kind of sounds like mandolin. Is it a banjo? Yeah, Tahitian banjo. Tahitian banjo. Yeah. yeah. It sounded like super fast, like like that, you know, oh, I don't know what it is, like country or bluegrass or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it's that, but Hawaiian style. Like I love that. Tahitian, Tahitian style. Who arranged all that ukulele stuff? Um, Who's playing that? That's all. My friend, that? his name is Fabrice. Okay. So there were these um, three three guys, our good friend Pierre from uh, Tahiti. So he he plays guitar, and Uncle Boogie Kalama, he loved Tahiti. So he would go yeah. there all the time <sighs> for like Hawaii Kinui, and Uncle Boogie would, he was a partier. He loved to have people all around and partying. Yeah, and, yeah. And so he'd like... Um, bring the Tahitians to Hawaii for his birthday and he, mm. they'd be like here for a whole month or something or right, like a right, whole right. summer celebrating his birthday cruising going mm-hmm. beach writing songs and yeah all uncle kinds would stuff, have yeah. uncle uncle was a guy he loved everywhere he went was a party he was like one ali'i and he would wherever he would travel he have an entourage of people malamaing him people to malama his friends you know like his ohana and things like that and every birthday he would do it big somewhere special and he'd throw a huge party and looking back at it i know he just wanted to uh i feel like he just wanted to be he wanted to malama people he wanted to give to people he wanted Mm -hmm. to celebrate life and so he'd have like bands and they'd have ragers in Kalapana, in um, on Molokai, like bit on Oahu, like wherever you know, he throw a rager for his wow. birthday. But he bring these Taishans friends all over. Yeah, yeah. he bring the Taishans to play for him, his friends, and they would they would stay, and you know, Uncle would just malama them, and mm. they come North Shore, yeah. cruise, um, okay. jam, whatever. Yeah, yep. and so barbecue yeah. and just yeah. yeah. So one day. Now, Uncle Boogie passed away a while ago already, but I'm good friends with his son, Ikaika Kalama. He's one of my 13 best friends. <laughs> and um, that's how you guys got to go visit Hokulea that yeah, day, no, remember? Yeah, yep. and Hilo. I, yeah he's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Brother Kikes. Yeah, and that, was, that was amazing. We got oh, to good. go on there and check it out. We were all starstruck with the boat and mm-hmm. everyone who worked on there, and they're like looking at us like, <laughs> how's they these guys? Green. <laughs> these guys are... Because we were just like... Oh my oh, god! So I didn't. Cool. I didn't feel like I wanted to step anywhere. It was like yeah. sacred ground. I it was, was afraid cool to walk I, anywhere. I asked Brad. I was like, "Hey, hey, Brad, do you wanna you you guys wanna go visit the Hokulea?" He's like, "Yeah." So then, I I think he da. told me he goes. Somebody turned to him and go, "Hey, Brad, how did you get the hookup with all of this?" And then he's like, "P." And then they're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I know, yeah. right? So cool." Yeah, that's how I. Yeah, that's how we met Ikaika through you and through you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, cool. I love that. I love connecting yeah. people. And I yeah. love that my all my 13 best friends love each other. So they'll like hook up each other like with whatever they they do, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. resources or thing they can Take help care. with. They they like hook it up, you know. All my best friends love each other. I, I, su- I assume uh, brother man is one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Number 1. Yeah, he's got to be he's got to be top 3. Um, yeah. Shout out to the man, brother Brandon, good good guy. And um, Brad. And Brad, he's got to be in the top three too, probably yep. in the top five. He's number two. <laughs> <laughs> Who's number one? 
Brandon. Oh, he. Oh, he's number one. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's number three then? Huli Lau. Huli Lau. You met him at your guys' show in Utah. My Brad oh. was cruising with him, speaking Hawaiian. Oh, yep, yep. I I vaguely remember this this uh, interaction, but yeah. I I remember his name. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Huli Lau. He's kind of like crazy, like. Well, he lives up there in Utah. Um, no, no, no. He was just skiing. Oh, he was just skiing. And then I was like, oh, Everybody Brad was skiing. is there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Brad is there. Go see him. He's like, okay. So then he did. I love that. See, another example. Yeah. It's a small world, too. Yeah. yeah, that's the cool thing. When those people, like, come across each other on their in their own experiences. And they're like, yeah. oh, Paula, I ran into Brad in freaking Just so Utah. long as none of the best friends love each other more than they all love me. Nobody could love that's the only, anybody that's my only more thing. than they love you, Paula. <laughs> no, of my best friends. You can love other people. No. But as long it's as my best friends happen. don't love each other more than they love me, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's people who do that, too. They're just like... <laughs> <laughs> jump in and be like take take over yeah just yeah. friend hop yeah. oh calm yourself down that's my best friend nah. <laughs> yeah no that's 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 for real but well I, I love hokulea star of gladness the song but i i like that that arrangement that's freaking sick um i wanted to ask you about the the so the song with jack and ben if ever yeah that's so ben's playing the steel right right the, the steel stuff and you guys we talked about earlier but you guys kind of like he was inspired by what you were telling him to, to write the to kind of finish the lyrics right is that how how that yeah so what happened was jack had this beautiful melody and there were other words the um, chorus um, yeah, there was that kind of, he was kind of playing with that chorus line and then another one. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Cavella, Cavella, you know, but um, he, he changed it to if ever, if ever. Like he was just oh. having these thoughts in his mind, <laughs> oh, like, right, you know, right, like, right. oh, it could be this or it could it's be kind of like flowing, trying but to figure he, it out. Yeah. yeah. And he, he knew he wanted it to be about his dad and his dad. I was his dad's favorite singer. And it's such a sweet thing, you know, but when Jack's dad passed away, it was like mm. so sad and, yeah. and everything. And especially since I knew that I was one of his favorite singers, yeah. um, you know, I couldn't relate to Jack, but like I empathized with him. And then by the time we started talking about, you know, recording a song together, we sort of had a day where we were just kind of like playing each other our ideas of mm-hmm. songs that we kind of had ideas for already. And um, I played some songs of mine. He played some songs of his. And we both kind of were feeling this this song mm-hmm. and the the fact that it was about his dad. And now I could, since my dad passed away, I can fully mm-hmm. relate. Right. to having those longing feelings for your father you know yeah and so i started to it's beautiful we started talking so about the memories like the things mm-hmm. that i remember about my dad and yeah. the things that i wish and kind of had a good cry session and mm-hmm. you know usually when we write a song together we're together the whole time and we come up with the lyrics real easily but at that day we kind of just had some basic like 
um, brainstorm, I would say. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, the the lyrics just came for Jack when he was alone, and mm-hmm. it was beautiful. He credits me for being a co-writer on it, but it was just mostly my ideas, like and my experiences that I shared that he wrote about. Yeah. yeah. So there's a um. So you guys wrote it together. It says, he just um, he just kind of put yeah, those lyrics. Like my dad, I told him yeah. one of the memories when I was a little kid. We'd go to the beach and he'd look for rocks or shells mm. that had pukas in them, and then he'd get like some. He'd make twine from like the fibrous parts of a a plant. Yeah, yeah. And then um, make a necklace for me, you know. And so the lyrics make magic out of nothing, make my fears go away. That was about my That's dad about specifically, that. and then. There was another part wow. that um um like you know how when I I had a vision of of myself um on a big stage like this mm. real epiphany moment mm-hmm. when I was living homeless on the beach and and I I didn't say anything I didn't say my dream out loud because I was afraid that some people would like shut it down, mm. you know, because I wanted to be a singer. Right. And so then there's a there's a lyric in there about that too, like, um, um, won't say it out loud, mm-hmm. or something like that, like, um, I forget the exact lyrics right now in the moment, but. But that's what that part's mm-hmm. about. Yeah, is, about is that. You, like, you yeah, have that vision. A lot of different things like, within the songs. You didn't want to. You didn't want to say my it experiences that I shared with him that day. Uh, it was cool. When you when you were on the beach and you had that vision, like, what did the stage look like and stuff? Like, did you, do you remember like yeah, what it looked like? I do. Was there like a, like it, I was on a stage. I was at the edge on towards the right of the stage, and I was like, mm. like I had a wireless microphone in my hand. And I looked out and I could see the faces of the people. Like mm, sick. That's I, sick. There was this bluish white light shining on me and mm. it was illuminating the people and the people went up like a wall. It was like a wall all around and it was like a huge audience that I couldn't put a number to. Like an amphitheater or a, a stadium or something. Hundred percent. Something just vast. Yeah, like they were so close, like it looked like I could touch them. You know, like wow. they were like a wall right in front of me going oh, up. Oh wow, wow! And then I could see that it was a, there was like, the blue light was shining on my band that was behind me. I could see, the, the chrome of a drum kit, <laughs> and I knew that <laughs> when sick. I looked at the people, I knew that they were there for me. You know. Yeah. And I think that they must have been singing my lyrics. Otherwise, how would I know that they were there for me? You know what I mean? Like, I was right, only nine right. years old when I had the dream, so I no didn't way. see them mouthing anything. Mm. But I know the feeling was, they're here for me. Right. You know, wow. These guys are here for me. Wow. Yeah. Does that remind you of That's any so particular cool. thank, stage thank- that you've ever seen before? Even you well, stand on the right side of the stage. That's my side, yeah. yeah. That's my side. No, because I'm totally imagining what you're saying. It's a super. Thank you for like, I like getting chicken skin that you told us about that. That you're saying that, um, but I, it it reminds me of a place either. Well, when you say it's like a wall, it makes me think of a th- a theater because a theater will have a, a audience real close to you in the front, mm-hmm. but then the balcony is right there. Mm-hmm. And then there's side balconies too. So it'd be like, it almost is like a wall and like Austin city limits, 
that indoor venue is like that. It's like right there. So it kind of reminds me of that, but the way you're describing it, it was too, thousands. And yeah, it thousands makes me think of more of just like a huge, like you know, like the Greek or like Aloha Stadium, you know, or it's a, that makes me think of a stadium or an amphitheater, a where, wall of people going up, right where it goes in front up of you? like 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 step, like you know, but it to to you it just looks like a sea of people, but going up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that reminds well, me of like an amphitheater, yeah, or something like what that. What amphitheater do you think it would be, or like that? Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't know, but it would be sick if it was Aloha Stadium. Like, if you, that would be <laughs> dope if you were to ever like feel like like have deja vu with something it's that you Red saw. Rock Zion. You think it's Red Rock? Hundred <laughs> percent. That's why I was trying to like see which amphitheater. <laughs> It's totally Red Rocks in my vision. And I know it because when I started looking at, as an adult, you know, when I first started my career, I would look at when YouTube was a thing, you know, like first started and you could like check out full concerts at different venues. Yeah. I saw Red Rocks. And you could finally watch like every concert. Yeah. It totally looks like my, the stage for my dream, you know? No kidding. And then when I was telling my friend about it, she's from Colorado. Mm -hmm. She goes, oh my God, that sounds like Red Rocks. I was like, I think so too. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's totally Red Rocks because this is what it looks like. And I'm like, yeah. wow, what a trip. It just rises up in mm-hmm. front of you and you can't, the, and all I've you see is just I've seen pictures of, of Red Rocks lit up in that bluish, it's actually bluish, purplish, mm. white light. And you're like, oh shit. I'm like, this it. is the blue in my vision. No. Yeah. This is the stage have you, for my dreams. Have you played there yet? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, you will. But yesterday we were, we were on an interview Jack and I, and he said, he, when I told him it was Red Rocks, he goes, oh, we got to do it. I go, no, act, Jack. Don't just tell me things because I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> like, and I have witnesses Jack. now. Jack, you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening. It's pretty classic. Oh, you oh, guys was, you guys was... strong arm Jack for play Red Rocks. <laughs> nah, just joking. The thing is. That would sell out. You could play probably two nights in a row and it'd yeah, probably sell out. We'd probably you know? have to play three nights in a row just because. Jack's fan base is so big in Denver and Colorado too. Yeah, you know? might have to be like couple weekends. In a row. <laughs> and it's a fun place. To, I'm Colorado's down to like do a couple weekends in a row. I'm gonna like yeah. suggest it to Jack, and then we have like a the it whole was, week off in between. <laughs> it would crush. You probably should do more more than like a couple days because they usually sell to like people just go to concerts there anyway because mm-hmm. they're just they just go there yeah so like once it's like red rock season it's like the festival season right. in the summer there they but for something like this you yeah you'd have to like give them give everyone a chance to to come see it yeah so. because he'll play at a place that can carry like can hold like 30,000 25 to 30,000 people yeah one crack and yeah. you know just thinking in terms like they <laughs> the tourists like to move along, yeah. They don't like to like stay in one place too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Just because they well, want to. Well, like, he doesn't hit. do a lot of shows though per year, right? He only does like He'll one or two. He'll go out on right? tour next year. Oh, is he? Yeah. What? I'm gonna be with he him. hasn't done that forever. For real, you're going out with him? Hell yeah. Because I remember he was only doing like one, sh- one or two shows a year for a while. Like, oh, he'll do one or two shows here in Hawaii, but he'll do two-year-long tours, world tours, where mm. the first year he's focused mostly on the U.S., and then the next year he'll focus on the international. Europe and um, all over. Yeah. yeah. So I really want to go with him to Europe. When is, it, when is the tour start next year? 
do you, do you know the uh, like what time frame it's gonna be? I guarantee we'll be out in summer. the summertime. Summer next. I year. know Jack. Jack will push for early spring release, and then yeah. summertime people will be into his music. I know Jack likes to plan things. So like, you're saying he has a new album coming out next year? Hundred percent. Yeah. Has I mean, he said he that yet? Ta- has he been talking about? He won't it? talk about it publicly, but I mean, you know. I know Jack. So are we are we dropping dropping fucking bombs right now talking about his album coming out? No. Year? It's a natural progression. <laughs> if you look at Jack's pattern in his career, yeah. It it's matches time. his pattern. Yeah. Yeah. So he you guys are going to go on go on the road next summer. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, oh, guarantee. Man. I hope we link I hope our tours line I up. I hope too. I don't know what we'll be doing I next hope summer, that but we could Oh, I told sure Brad that there. it would be so cool if when you guys are out that if you guys are in the same town yeah. or like can like somehow we'll figure it out and like link up with it'll, us. It'll line up. It's you lined up can, before. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fuck, you guys can park in the back with your bus and like, you know, have, will they host oh, you guys? If we could come to some, come some to big like, shows with, with, with you guys, that would be sick. Yeah, that would be sick. Because I'm, I'm sure Brad would come up and, and jam. Yeah. 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 Speaking of okay, well let's get back to the album. Speaking of Brad, Brad helped co-produce um, it. By the way, shout out to BW, BW eight oh eight. I don't know his Instagram or something like that. Um, the Queen is on there, number eleven on the on the album. Queen. Yep. That's been one of my favorite songs. Um, I love the. I guess didn't Brad write the bassline, or the the music for it? Did he write that one? Mm, Mike Love did. Mike yeah. Mike Love wrote it. I love. Shout out to Mike Love. Um, I love how it's just like the bass line stays in this in the same note on the A, but the chords go back to like the G. If I think it's an A, but it's like it's just it's nice when a when like the chords will move around, but the bass line is kind of staying on that same note, and it's just like it adds this extra drive to something that's like not driving. That's like like. And it should go to the G, but it stays on. It stays on the A. I've I've always loved that. I'm so stoked this song is is on the album because it's one of. It's like to this day, whenever I pick up a bass, that's one of like the top five first bass lines I'll play. Maybe you know? maybe Brad did write the bass line. I don't even know. Maybe no uh, maybe I'm sure they they both wrote stuff yeah. on the song and yeah. it's you know, but um, I'm I'm stoked that song made it on the album. That's that's one of my favorites. And it's sick because it's kind of towards the end and it's a super rootsy vibe song. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's like, you're like, eh, I can, no forget. We got this, <laughs> I can fucking roots out a little bit. And I love how, and then obviously the rain on Sunday, is that the last one after? Yeah. Rain? Is it 12? Yeah. So I like how it ends like that. It's, it goes back to the roots of the reggae real quick. And then, and then the rain on Sunday, just beautiful, broken down, just ukulele, right? Is um I don't think there's anything else, right? Is it nope, just ukulele? Just me and, and rain you. and you. Yeah. But um I love that. So thank you for putting that song on there. Like have you when you were putting the songs on the album and like was there a lot of was it hard to pick? Like we which had songs? to hold we had to hold back two of the songs. You want there was two more? Yeah, that were oh, yeah? a little bit more produced. It it it's a really unique sound that like you don't really hear in Hawaii, you know, in Hawaii, mm. Hawaii's music. So it felt like a departure. Like the Jack's people 
recommended that I hold those two songs back for my next project. Mm-hmm. And and at first, you know, I, I have a that. hard time letting go instantly. Like when changes come, I need time to, you know, sit with it and be okay with it. But I I trusted Jack. I trusted his. And Jack said, you know, if you think about it and you're like, no ways, Jack, I know better. I want these two songs on, then have it. But he's like, mm. if you're asking me for my real opinion, mm. I say, hold it back. And I know how it feels because I had to do it mm. so many times before. But, and then he, he mentioned a song that's like, what? You held that back? That's crazy. You know, but oh. yeah, like for three <laughs> albums, he never had one, a certain song. I forget wow. what it is right now, but it's a song that, it made me feel okay that mm. even he had to hold back songs before. So they were both going to, as the album was like almost finished already, it was, was it still going to be on there? And then after it was done recorded, you took them off. Mm-hmm. That's when the change yep. happened later. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. harder. Yeah. 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 And it's like more bluesy, more like funky and mm. just like a lot of horns, you know? And I think, yeah, I think one of them had horns. One of them had strings. Or they both had horns. I'm not really yeah. sure. But. No, I know what you mean because there's a, the green. We, we work with um, different producers and stuff, and some of them sound more rootsy and more or more Hawaiian or mm-hmm. more folky or their you know their expertise is in different zones. But then there's a one guy, especially Brian Fennel, that we work with, and he does a lot of the more produced sonically, like more poppy radio sounding stuff. You, you know, like just. It, like all I need is a song that we did with him, and if you listen to that one, it's like, it's it sounds different, and it's not it's not as rough and oh, yeah. raw, and but still ma- mastered, but still it's just a different sound. Because the album has, um, what is the word? Continuity. It's like mm-hmm. you know, there's like a there's like a, a thread that kind of runs through that sounds the same. So you know, I mean. You know, it's like, I understand that, like, you know, we've kind of experienced those kind of things, too, where it's like, okay, what do you want the overall thing to sound like? And what do you want people to focus more on, be able to focus on these other songs? And and maybe those other, these other two might distract because there's so much going on and maybe they'll help the rest of it stand out. Like, you know, they're thinking about all those, all those things. It's like, all right, well, okay, you know, let's, you know, let's, it's, it's, it's good to kind of like do that kind of thing, I think. And a 12, 12 song album is perfect. It's oh, that's perfect. cool. Because once you, once you start getting more, we've had some with more, but you know, when you got like 18 songs and stuff on these albums, it's like, yeah, they're dope, but like they don't hit you as much as like, unless every song is, is yeah. incredible. And but. you know, the first time when I made my first album, Jack, Jack's people asked, you know, hey, would you be interested in like re- mixing and remastering this this album lily koi mm. and um re-releasing it under Brushfire, and i said no and i regret that yeah. i regret that because like yeah, yeah. i mean i don't regret that now like you know but like i wish like i think to myself what if i had listened you know what i mean but like i, I actually i don't regret and i'm not a really regretful yeah, person no. it's not I like know you're like ah oh. <laughs> yeah that happens yeah, for a right. reason but this time around but i told you're looking Jack, at it I said, Jack, I know the last time when I first mm-hmm. started working with you, I didn't listen to you. I didn't listen to your advice. But this yeah. time, I'm going to listen. Yeah. I told him that. And so right because on. he said 
this is my advice for you. If you want to, if you think I'm wrong, then do I want you to do what you want to do, but just know that this is my advice for holding back the song and know that it's going to come out one day. Like, right. don't worry about that. Right. And I was like, okay. Right and on. I listened, I trusted Jack and his whole team's advice to like hold back the songs. Yeah. And just, I was like, you know what? I know that the way that I write today, I mean like, yeah, some of the songs come out reggae, more reggae, but mm. not a lot is coming out of me in that reggae style. So yeah. I feel like I'm evolving yeah, yeah, and that yeah. this is my album to keep all the reggae songs on it. You know what I mean? Mm. And like maybe like the more bluesy, the like really the soulful. different style, yeah, the yeah. two different styles. It's really different. The, the two songs that I held back. Yeah. And so um, it's like one is more R&B and then one is more funk. You oh, know? I want to hear these songs. Yeah. <laughs> and so funky blues and sick. So we, we just held them back and yeah, my next album will be a blues album for sure. Sick. And that's my favorite. Be, I can't wait to hear oh, that. Cool. That's my favorite. Stuff. It'll be derivatives of blue. So, wow. Yeah. I like that. I think it might be the title of my album, my next album. I like that. But yeah. Yeah. Because you got to copy it now. Nobody can, don't you fuckers steal that name. Yeah. That's, that's the name. <laughs> derivatives of, oh, derivatives of blue. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, yeah, I mean, you trust Jack, like you guys have been close for a long time, right? And I mean, it's I think, the big you know, you got to, you got to play with the big trust. boys now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't right? let the big boys show Tita what yeah. for do. Don't let his gentle, kind demeanor fool you. The guy is a beast, right? <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you guys are dealing with, you're just dealing with things that are very important, not just to you guys, because he's got a whole team. He's got a, you guys have a, a whole, like, I mean, a record company, obviously, but there's so much more behind it. These are big decisions and mm. big money and, and the shows and the tours and all that but um when it comes down to it you guys have a relationship where you can communicate openly and and get things done on a on a level of feeling and like it feels like jack has always seemed like that kind of person i don't know him i've only met him a couple times through you oh, at Kokua yeah. fest mm -hmm. but it seems like you know so you guys get along so well because like you tend it's like you're not doing things like you know your worth but you're doing things for the love you know like it's mm -hmm. like you're doing it because you want to do it it's like you're not just you know doing stuff to to make money here and there and coming out with all this music and like for no reason that you don't care about or you know whatever it is that you're involved in it seems like it's like so you guys kind of get along together and you know it's it's super cool because i forget sometimes like it seems so casual and you talk about it so so regular but like you guys just did good morning america it's like oh. <laughs> you guys are, you're 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 doing so amazing and and um i'm even right now like there's so many people who are listening to this podcast and are so fucking stoked that i'm talking to you that you're on this thing you know because it's aloha no, yeah well I've, i mean we've known each other for a long time and it's real casual but ever it's since like, the one love ohana band days you you were in the you played guitar well. for the first time I ever played Cocoa Festival. Yep. We went to Maui, remember? Oh, you, all of those those three things you mm -hmm. mentioned, the One Love Ohana, the Cocoa Fest, and the Maui stuff, which also had the same thing involved. Yeah. I have different stories about all of those and I have so many significant moments in my musical 
history in my like file cabinet that are with you like that's so like the one love thing first time we rehearsed was at brad's house right and we the singers were coming in one by one it was like timed almost i think it was like a couple days of these rehearsals and when you came in it was like we already had a bunch of people that had come in you know but we were the band and so when you came in and you sang it was like holy fuck like it was just this voice and i never like i'd heard you sing I had actually, I have a video that my sister had from Kailua High School when you were in Kailua High School mm-hmm. playing with Noah Campbell. Oh, yeah. It's a video from back in the day. Like, my sister had it. But anyway, it's the first time I had actually played with you at Brad's oh, yeah. house that time. And we all looked at each other. As soon as you started singing, we were like, oh, like, oh. And we were just like, fuck, yeah, this is going to be mean. <laughs> and, you know, it's like the and Maui the, thing. And the like, cool thing with that, that rehearsal, I remember Mama T made all the singers pick pull a card was that remember it, it was like playing cards and we pulled for numbers for or like something. the order we, of the, order. In the set oh yeah. i don't then, remember that i didn't know that i remember that it had 20 singers and i Shit. picked number 20 you were 20 yeah <laughs> i closed oh, the night oh we crushed that ending we crushed them, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. those were fun i remember that shit yeah Super that was amazing 20 yeah, what a did, trip, did you yeah. sing two songs or was it one? I guarantee sang two songs. I, I think, think it was. I think I think it was two songs per person or. I feel or like three? it was two, Maybe two was or that, three songs. It was it was the end. So what did we even do? I don't. I don't do you even know what songs remember. it was? Maybe sweetness. Maybe what really? Yeah, so I had oh. it already. Oh, okay. And then maybe like. Kikes has know. the has lovers rock. Lovers rock, which is on the album yeah. too. Um, Kikes has this set list guarantee oh and, and the poster. He has That's all so the old cool. shit. For real? He has like all our old uh, stuff he's gonna from like, be like those days. One day his grandkids are gonna like find it in a trunk and be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm gonna sell this on like, what eBay. Is this? <laughs> I'm gonna sell this on eBay. Is this paper? <laughs> eBay, yeah. Because guarantee Apple will have like their own thing that say like, Oh no kidding. Just joking, yeah. just joking. Maybe you'll have one. P bay. Yeah, P bay. <laughs> Or Z-Bay. Probably uh, not Bay. <laughs> That's <laughs> joking. <laughs> Classic. Oh, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bruh. Um, all right. Well, um, Frank, I want to I wanna ask you more about this album because it's out today. Um, oh, shit. You got a song with Boog, too. Oh, yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard your whole album. <laughs> I may not have read the midweek article, but I heard the album. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys. So I was on the midweek earlier this week. Go ahead. And tell then, tell um, me what happened. <laughs> so I, ta- I started to talk about the article and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's pretty funny because like they started talking about how like I'm. I always keep soap in my car and I like to take a shower all the time. And Zion's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't read the whole article yet. I'm like, yeah, well, that's in the um, beginning. And he's like, yeah, well, I just read the first part. I never really got like into it too much. And I go, yeah, that was the first paragraph. And he was oh, I, read, like, I read the, the front page. I read the front page. <laughs> Oh, fucking busted! Should have saw the look she gave me. Um, try again. <laughs> no, no, I just uh, no, I just no, read, I the read the beginning. Cover, just to re- there was so much information on the cover, you know. Fifty percent off something. <laughs> yeah, you're having a, a sale at times, right? Uh, 
so funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> I have it at home. After Tutu's powered it, I'll read it. Yeah. It's, it's her midweek. <laughs> Speaking of Tutu, how's your mom? My mom is is really well. She's doing good. She's they're in Hilo. Well, like uh, Hawaiian Paradise Park. Oh yeah, nice. But they're good. Just freaking. She's such a talented artist. Yeah, I went you. to school um, with Zion's mom mm-hmm. at UH. I mean, Windward Community College. We took some Hawaiian language classes and Hawaiian studies <laughs> classes together. And yeah, um, yeah. our teacher named her Tuti. <laughs> <laughs> um, our Hawaiian language teacher, uh, Kalani Maineki, I swear, you know, Hawaiian teachers, they always play favoritism, you know? <laughs> they always get their favorites and they get their not favorites. And it's like, <laughs> it's like extreme. So we always you know. were like, is he fucking with her? Is he fucking with her? He's calling her Tuti. Like, is he making trouble? Like, we didn't know, you know? Yeah. He's like an older Hawaiian man. We're like, and it was clear that I was his favorite. I was his golden child in the <laughs> class. And I don't like that. I don't like being treated like a favorite. And then, because everywhere I go, I'm everybody's favorite. Okay, okay, I take that back. I love being the favorite. <laughs> but I hate when it's so obvious that the not favorite one is just like treated like the ugly stepchild or something. You know what I mean? Like in high school, I had Polynesian music and my sister joined the class. Well, of course, I'm like a singer. My teacher, my kumu, made me be the queen of the whole va'a. And we like travel all around Polynesia with our different songs, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like Polynesian culture yeah, center exactly. in your classroom. Yeah, and he'd be like, okay, <laughs> you guys are a va'a. And you're the queen. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And you're like, how'd you know? But then like he treat my sister like, you're the anchor. <laughs> like, drop anchor. You know? yeah. like, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, when you're good, you're good. Yeah, when you junk, you junk, you know? But yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. you got to explain what Tuti means, though. Yeah, Tuti <laughs> was, is the, he translated her name, Susie, which is Zion's mom's like, name, Susie It's like the Hawaii the Holly version, right? Like, when you make a Hawaiian word out of a Holly name. Yeah, out of a Holly yeah. Holly name, right? like Kalipony for California. What is it? Kalipony. Kalipony. You never oh, that's know. That's perfect. Or Kelepona for telephone. Kelepona, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is it <laughs> or like? Or Kalipa ka- for slipper. Kalipa, yeah. Is Kawila? Is that is that right? Or yeah, for it? like a car. Yeah. yeah. I always thought I always thought Kaa. I heard Kaa was that's well, not Kaa. Well, Kaa is the real world word for rolling. Kaa oh. means to roll. Okay. okay. So that's why they say holo holo Kaa. You know what I mean? But oh, okay. I, I'm like, sure like that like less it, roll, like we're we're moving. Yeah, we're going. that too. But I'm sure that they use ka'a for roll also from um for the word car too you know mm, depends i'm yeah, sure probably. that that's yeah. probably one of the uh, kauna i think i think how only because at kailua i think how yeah like, i think he taught us something about ka'a like we took hawaiian over there but mm-hmm. that's yeah. why i think ka'a ohua is like a, a bus like lots of people rolling together or is like a lot of people i think so mm. I, I don't i don't really know i wish brad were here because he I has to, everything no so i had to <laughs> i know he's off you guys brad, always he's my own little poor kid nogomeyer <laughs> when we're on tour you guys are always talking hawaiian and i was like if i hear him on the phone he's talking hawaiian i'm like what's up p <laughs> yeah how's it p aloha yeah um you have the song hoa pili 
right? Oh, and yeah. I had to look it up because I didn't know what Ho'opili meant, but it said like to be uh, what basically like, is it close to someone or real like intimate or someone real special to mm-hmm. someone else? Is that like a close personal friend? Right, right. Like an intimate friendship. Because Pili means close, like right. in relationship, like physically close too you know i see like pilina like okay. is a close relationship like a friend pilina yeah a friend who's like um okay. really tight with you like you I know see. like a best friend or whatever see it, some this, hawaiian education yeah, for you guys it describes the me. the closeness or the significance of the of a relationship like pilina is, yeah. is more of describing uh-huh. that like that closeness that, that, yeah okay you could use it Pili to describe like oh that's my pilina like my you could say that it like mm. that, like your close friend, like, and it's understood that this person is closer than most people. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's super sick. Yeah. And then Hoa is, is friend. Friend. Right? Hoa Pili, close friend. Hoa Pili, close yeah. friend. And Hoa Pili Mua is best friend. Oh, so that's your, that's your, uh, your Brandon and your Bradjin. Mm-hmm. I have like 13 <laughs> of them. <laughs> you have 13. Yeah. That's a lot. Count your yeah. blessings. I know I'm so so blessed. I yeah. feel I feel so lucky, you know. Yeah. And yeah. all my friends are a hammer are hammers at whatever they do to, you know. Yeah. Like they're the best at whatever it is that they do. They're like the top at whatever it is. So let me guess. Mike loves is one Jack of them. Jack number five. <laughs> no, Jack's not even one of my best friends. He's not in there? Okay. Is He's Mike one of number my five? closest friends. <laughs> Mike's probably number five, yeah. He's up there. You don't have an official ranking, yeah. You just know no, who the first like, and second are. No, I like know them all. <laughs> so first is Brandon, second is Brad, third is Hulilao, fourth is Hula, fifth is probably Mike Love, and then sixth is Keola Nakanishi. Oh yeah. And seventh is Ikaika Kalama. Yeah. yeah Eight yeah. is my girl Iona Kai. Oh yeah, Ona. Wait. I'm sorry. And Theona. Yeah. Somewhere, oh, you skipped somewhere before her is Layla. Ooh. <laughs> oh. My girl, Layla. Somewhere She's probably her. number five. Damn. Layla's probably number five. And then Damn. Mike Love and Keola and then on and on. And, yeah. Um, L, she's number 14. I just oh. added one to one. Oh, it's growing. Yeah, yeah. it's growing. Nice. Nice. I, it can't, I cannot help it. Like, jeez. I and I think it's oh, that thing about being out there, you know? being a passionate artist because mm. you love deeper. You right. love deeper. When you're angry, you're angrier than most people would be at a certain situation. Yeah. You know? Like or you connect when with you people hurt, on that same vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's deep. Yeah. 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 Did we talk about the song with Book? Yep. We did. We did, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well shout out to Book. Yeah, so I wasn't grateful sure if we for talked about it like it. before we were recording or not. I heard um, Maui yeah. started playing it to um No eh. Um Sick. Today. What is it? Wednesday. Saving my love. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Saving my love. Um how did you guys col- how did you guys do that? Like did well, you collab I had the together? Song, I had the song for a bit and I yeah. was just about to send it to mixing and then I was like, Oh my god, you guys, I'm so stoked. You wanna hear some of it? They're like, Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll play a reggae one because he likes reggae. I was just like hoping he would like it. And then he's like, oh, what? He's like, you got some room on here for me? (laughs) And I was like, huh? You want to be on it? He's like, 
yeah i was like oh my god yes please Sick. could you be on it and and then lucky thing right after that yeah bug jack asked uh, me to sign with him and i was able to you know mm. um get make, him to make be it all on happen. it yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. i had that extra time now wow yeah so That's it was so really amazing. cool yeah so, no yeah the song is crip it's a I'm it's stoked. a big tune as soon as it starts it's like it's groovy like, yeah i love it yeah cool cool you guys crush on that yeah, thing I, I love hope, it i hope the radio stations pick it up on this island and all the other islands too that's one of my that's one of my favorites not i am i do love boog he's one of my favorite people and singers so like any song like when he's on it with someone else i'm always stoked but um that song just is a mean song like yeah. that that's a it's pretty hammer reggae. Like. I feel so lucky to have him and for it to unfold so naturally like that, you know, because I didn't plan yeah. it. And I told her, I was like, oh, my God, El, I didn't play it so that you, you know, <laughs> he could hear it and he would want to jump on it. I just want you to know that. She's yeah. like, oh, yeah, girl, we know. I was like, okay, just so long as you know, like, I wasn't, like, baiting you or anything. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, like, I was just really that's just bug, excited. Know. Yeah, that's just such bug, a good yeah. heart, man. He's just, he's just yeah. got, he's got constant lyrics. For those of lyrics. you who don't, um, yeah. No, Jay Boog or um, Jay Boog. He's like the gotcha. one of the most humblest people. He's yep. such a sweetheart. He's so friendly, and I love his wife. She's one of my best friends, and that's actually how we're connected. Cause like we hit it off, L and mm. I. You know, we like, you know, have a same similar vibe, and yeah. I love hanging out with her. She's like a sister to me, and yeah, L's the I shit. love their kid, John, John Pablo. Pablo yeah. yeah. Yeah, I shout out to the family, so. to the Boog family. <laughs> she, the Afematas. She can, she can freaking cook. Oh yeah, she can, and she <sighs> makes everything from scratch. And she comes everything. from Vietnamese Chinese background, so they use everything. They don't waste. When she cuts a pineapple, she uses the rind for make a pineapple iced tea. That's so ono. She's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I love unreal. that girl. Yeah, she's a, incredible. Yeah. She's a keeper for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know why he put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's got skills. Um, my favorite song, obviously, like I told you earlier, was "Too Hot Mama." Mm-hmm. Um, but like because you know I have a I have a little girl, you know, so like makes me think of Bowie and like you know when she wakes up in the morning and she's all sweaty neck mm-hmm. and her hair is like wet behind her head and it just smells so good, you know. It's mm-hmm. like. I think about that song and it's just like, it's like one of those things, you know, like, so I think out of all the songs on the album, that's probably my, my favorite song right now, but that's cool. it always switches, you know, it always switches. And like, so I know every time when you, like, when you come out with music, like people always ask, oh, what's your favorite song on the album? Do you have a favorite song on the album right now? Because yeah. sometimes for me, it, it doesn't stay the same. When yeah. I'm the one on it, I'm like, okay, right now I like this song. But, yeah. Well, probably you know. the f- my most favorite song is Too Hot Mama yeah. because I wrote it about my grandparents who cared for me when I was an infant. Mm-hmm. It's a reverse lullaby. So it's a song from my perspective as an infant singing to my parents and my grandparents <laughs> that cared for me when I was just a little baby. And yeah. when I was writing the song, I, I was thinking of what they must have been thinking when they held me so it's pretty cool that you you know you love it because of your daughter because Mm -hmm. um i imagined how it was how it must have been for my grandparents when they were holding me as a little infant thinking 
about all the things, you know, like having hopes for me when yeah. I get older or imagining right. what my personality would be like, you know, right. like you think of those things when you hold it, hold a little baby, yeah. you it's know, like the world is in front of them mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. I love that song. That's, that's my favorite right now uh, by far. On the cool. Album. I but love that song. And uh, so many it good makes ones. sense. It yeah. Really. It, for me, it's just like, you know, but this whole album has so many, um, it's almost like, like I feel like you're you know you're in this transition period or you're 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 in this growth period or whatever it is it's just mm-hmm. we, we all sort of are but you know but it's like it seems like you're sort of like putting the putting the um you know the punctuation on the end of a lot of a lot of things like I'm stoked to hear like Lovers Rock is a song like it's it's a cover a Sade song mm-hmm. but it's a song you've been doing for a long time yeah. and we've always done whenever right. I play with you and it's like that song is on there Queen is on there um you know um like hokulea star of gladness um you know there's too too hot mama which like after you had written it you would i had heard of it because you played it for us and stuff here and there but it's like it seems like there's all these things where um it's, it's like all coming you, together yeah yeah exactly like you're like it's been a little while since you released an album here it is it's like boom this is this is all the shit that's been happening this is where it's at and this is where i'm going and nice piece of work you know and that's why i like too that 12 songs is like kind of per that's all i was saying it's like people are gonna want more you know good so always leave the crowd wanting for more right, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep fuck you know one of those other those great experiences that i have with you was doing kokua fest on oahu and it was with Willie Nelson was on it mm-hmm. that that year, and um, and Damian Marley rolled through exactly. So he was playing the next night at the Shell. Yeah. So they came in the night before, and I guess from the airport, him and the band showed up. And I remember when when we you were, you were like, "Hey, we're gonna play Kokua Fest." Like, I'm you're playing guitar. I'm like, I'm in. I'm super stoked. Let's do it. And then you were like, "And Willie Nelson." is playing and we were like we we're all like what like brad and me we're all like what we gotta smoke with willie we gotta did you get to smoke with we willie? gotta smoke with willie yes and damien nice. and his whole band oh my god i pulled you in the room didn't i yes the backstage yes yeah yeah you made that happen it's like, Zion, you made that happen here. for me yeah i appreciate that okay peace out you guys yeah and also the kids too couldn't come in either it was i guess they're older lucas nelson and micah nelson willie's kids who are like lucas is you know uh-huh. crushing right now micah is still he's playing with a lot of people but i don't think he's he's doing as much lead stuff as lucas but they had to sit outside the door because they're like young and they yeah. weren't they weren't allowed to you know cool. but, oh no it was me and sam it wasn't i don't know if brad is there it was, it was you and sam it was me and sam and we're sitting in there and we're burning with uh with damien and his band and willie nelson and his band mm-hmm. and we couldn't believe that we're sitting there but I had like my herb in my hand and I remember as soon as I busted it out, everybody came around me, like all of Damien's band and they're like, yo, man, let me, let me get a little herb for Junior. Let me get a little herb. And I was, and I was like, oh yeah. And, and after a while I was like, oh shit, where's all my herb? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh shit. But they, ju- they just landed from <laughs> yeah. Jamaica. They needed some herb. It's like, fuck, I wish I had more. I know, right? But you know, it's like, that was one of the experiences that 
is in my mind that like I'm sure Sam too will always remember that's like you you made happen for us that stands Choo. out in my in my mind the other one too that was the first time I ever experienced a roar of a crowd was with you at Casanova's. Oh my God. And the Lily Koi tour. Yes. It was my CD release party, 420, 2006. And we, it was the first time that it anybody could even get my insane. album. Yeah. That was the craziest, most um, coolest experience I had playing music. Unreal. Straight out the gate. Sold I'll never out forget. show. Yeah. When that album came out, it was such a huge buzz. Everybody and they knew all the lyrics to the yeah. album just come out. You know why Coco he had one thing from Jagambi when like burnt CD from me and oh, no like way. of songs that I wrote like sweetness. Oh. but like I never recorded and it, it was for just an circulating album. around Maui. Yeah, yeah, and like there was this underground Coco Man thing. Yeah. Yeah. Original Big up Coco Man. Yeah. Um yeah, leak leak they 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 called me Queen Paula. Queen Paula. That's where it They're came like, from. Queen huh? Paula. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> yeah. I still call you that. Queen Paula. Aww, Queen P. Thanks. Yeah. No, yeah, that I remember was back in the day. Amazing. I think even Mama T called me Queen Paula. Queen P. <laughs> and I bet you if you look good, there's some posters from back in the day that say Queen Paula. Yeah. It's pretty oh, no cool. shit. Yeah. 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 From the from so Hawaii's the, roots reggae scene man that roots reggae scene was so amazing it's yeah it's i guess it's different now yeah. i mean there's so much talent but yeah i think the show i mean even before covid it's like the show scene wasn't the same there was this underground sort of like traveling you know like all these bands and all these people and there was always a venue and if the venue closed they found a new one and it was like yeah. it was always happening and yeah, it was like th those were kind of the days, you know, but it was real rootsy too. It was like, mm -hmm. and roots reggae, well, at least roots influenced reggae was coming onto the radio more in mm -hmm. Hawaii. It wasn't just the pop reggae, right? Or not just pop, but more Hawaiian, Jawaiian, Hawaiian contemporary, which is all reggae sounding. It was like the more rootsy stuff and the more thoughtful, sort of less, you know, commercial content reggae was, was coming out. So, it seemed like there was, but but Maui though they're so roots. It's like you go there and it's like they were so far ahead of like of Oahu when it came to appreciating big time music like, and yeah, supporting and, and knowing all the reggae the mm -hmm. roots bands and knowing the Jamaican stuff and all this stuff and the Hawaiian bands. But yeah, I just remember um, being being blown back by the sound of the crowd in Casanovas. Cause they were so loud cheering and all of us were like it was like a, a wall of sound coming back at us louder than we were so yeah I, I don't think i've i think that was the first time i experienced that there's been other times but you never forget the first time yeah like, you just get blown back so special oh so yeah um so i think um i'm honored that you're that you're able to talk to me on the day that your album comes out. It's probably one of the coolest podcasts I've had yet to have it come out on the day the interview with the person on the podcast, their album comes out. That's so cool. It's so freaking cool. Thank it's, you for having me again. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm super honored. Um, 
you know I've known you forever and I'm really proud of you too as just like as a fellow musician um I, I respect you we, we all love and respect you and it's good to see you um coming out with some some more stuff and just cr- like crushing like you came out of like hard like, like okay. hey pull in hard or not at all <laughs> yeah yeah if you, you're gonna get swallowed in the barrel just just keep going yeah you gotta commit but no yeah i'm, I'm super happy and proud for, proud of you and um thankful and um so let's just say so rain on sunday is out now it's on everywhere you can get music right you can get on apple music you could probably stream it on spotify spotify anywhere that you listen to your music title you know and the more you stream it the more you support whoever you're listening to you know like Mm -hmm. just so you know those of you who are listening like we benefit from streaming we benefit when you put our music in a playlist with your other songs right. and share it publicly you know right. like the more playlists you can get on the the better yeah um and the more successful you can become you know exactly so, so yeah what she's saying is like uh star it favorite it um when you when you stream it on spotify or on apple rate it five stars mm-hmm. you guys buy it and rate it five stars leave reviews about how good it is there's no point in rating something if you're not going to rate it f- five stars and support su- support you gotta support and support, support your support, friends <laughs> support your friends um <laughs> you know what i mean so rate it and it like it's helping the algorithm basically it's gonna get it's gonna get it out into more people it's gonna get the buzz going you know throughout those digital media outlets and those different listening platforms so stream it like it rated five stars leave reviews buy it too um let's let's get it on the number one let's make make sure it has some some nice solid um numbers and but just it's a great album you're gonna love it i loved it and it's definitely gonna be a big part of our playlist in our our house um and i just want to thank you so much paula for for talking to me and yeah, thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm so stoked that you're, you know, um, doing this and that you're like getting getting out there and, and getting your <laughs> friends involved in something different, you know. So I like uh, that. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Right on. Good fun. Um, I have great friends that I'm able to ask to do these amazing things. And, um, you know, be, you are doing so much great stuff. So I just I'm thankful to get to talk to you about it and. Uh, congratulations yeah thank you yeah thank you so much all right take care all right I will. aloha <laughs> all you um explicit aloha podcast listeners out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on paula thank you so much